Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello everyone, I hope you're well, and if not, I got you, at least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. I stuffed up the intro probably twice, I was going to keep it in there, but I kept like fumbling over it, I was like, ah, re-record it, it's fine. So we got there at the end. I'm feeling pretty good. It is in the middle of winter for us, I'm not enjoying waking up in the cold, uh, in like five, eight degrees. I'm not a big fan of it. Really don't like it. But that's okay. We do what we do. We keep going. Coming off a, not coming off, but continuing the high from our last week's episode where I was just like, yeah, I've kind of learned how to hack motivation and I'm super engaged and I've been continuing it today. And today I want to tell you about how I lost $300,000. Some of you are like, what? let me get into it. And you are going to learn such an important lesson and a really little neat trick to find out if something like this is happening for yourself or if something like this is going to happen if you keep going on the way you keep going on. So some of you already know the story as well, but stay with it anyway. The message is important. You need to hear it again. So let's keep going. I, in the early days of my corporate career, did not realize that I was losing about 137k a year. I had absolutely no idea. And it's actually so small compared to what other people had lost and were losing. Now, some of you might be like, how the hell did you not notice that you're losing this amount of money? That's because I didn't have a podcast like this to show me how I'm losing this much money. It's very, very invisible and you won't even notice it. And it's to do really with how you value time. I did this a few years ago once I found out about coaching and was getting coached and moving forward. I remember I did a little mini calculation. This was in like the depths of when I was still kind of trying to stop overworking and the need to always overwork. And I did a little bit of math and I found out I was overworking probably on average about three or so hours every few days. But it's only like three hours. Sometimes it was two, sometimes it wasn't, sometimes it was three times, it was one. But on average, I worked out three hours I overwork, maybe like two to three days. And what I did was the math. I did the math, you know, three hours, three times a week, you know, 52 weeks in a year, etc. And I worked and I worked out how long I'd been doing this for. And I realized, holy fuck, I've worked like the equivalent of three, like 137K in a year or almost 300K in like a few years. That's insane. Now, you might be thinking, why are you using such a, (laughs) why are you using a clickbait topic to get me to listen to this episode? It's important you listen to this, okay? We do not value time like we do money. And that is a fucking problem, a very big problem because time is invisible and time technically doesn't even exist. Humans have just applied it. Like, sure, we age and shit like that. 
but we have created time. But the problem is it's invisible. It is not like money. We do not necessarily accumulate it. And it disappears. Like if we have 24 hours in a day, then it just goes automatically. What's happening is none of you are seeing the additive effect when you choose to overwork. There is such a cumulative effect on your whole life and you don't see it as a loss because time is not physical. And the problem is because it's just three hours. It's just a few hours for that day. But then it's just a few hours the next day. And then it's just a few hours the day after that. And then you keep doing that every, every week. And then you calculate all of that together. Like, let's not just apply money to it. How many, like, birthdays, family dinners at home, um, time with your partner has been wasted because you chose to overwork. Yes, you chose. You chose to overwork. Some of you are not going to like me saying that. Old Michelle three years ago would not like me hearing this. I understand. It's not your fault though. For a lot of you, you are overworking and you are like, it's the job. I have to do this. I need to keep doing this. You believe that there is no other way to get out of this. But the reason I am sharing this with you today is because I've shared this before a few times with clients and it's really got them to conceptualize what they are actually missing out on. Because you can say, yeah, sure, you're missing out on like a few dinners with your partner and stuff like that. But when you add it up all together, when you put a dollar value to it, all of a sudden your brain changes. It's like shit. That's like $300,000. My time is money. That's how much I've just let go and wasted. That is insane. And all because I felt like, yeah, no, I had to work back that little bit longer to, to finish that thing. Now, there is a difference because I know a lot of you are going to come out here saying, sometimes I do have to work back. Yeah, let me tell you this right now. And I've talked about this in like a way earlier episode. There is a difference between shit sitting fan and sometimes you have to work back versus you keep consistently working back all the time because you are either putting too much on your plate or it's just what you're used to doing. You just want to continue working. And I would say to those people, what is it that you're potentially avoiding in your life right now? For me, it was a pandemic and it was my grandfather dying. And even then it was just, that's what my whole family did. We didn't work through our feelings. We just worked. <laughs> we just overworked our, at our jobs. And if it was true, why is it that every job or every promotion or job change, whatever that you go through, the same thing starts to happen? And why is it that around you, there are people doing the same role as you and they're clocking off easily at five o'clock? Are you jealous of those people? Do you think those people work way less and that they're like crap? Potentially, but I think part of you might be a little bit jealous of that as well. That's because you're not working smart right now. You're working because this is the way that worked for you. It got you through, I don't know, school, uni, whatever it was, it got you a ton of praise, this overworking. But the reason I give you this metaphor and what I want you to do after you listen to this episode is I want you to work out over how many years you have been working in corporate 
And you can give yourself a rough estimate. You don't have to do it with like, okay, I was working here to here and I was earning this much, etc. You can just average it out if you want. Then I want you to work out how many hours have you been overworking roughly? And then just do the math. And like, it kind of hits you. You kind of sit there like, wow. And then calculate if you kept doing that for like so many more years, like until you potentially retire. And obviously your income would like, you know, go up as well. So it would be even more. It's insane. That's what I mean when I say like there are people out there who are losing millions of dollars. And I really mean it when I say you are losing hundreds and thousands of millions of dollars. You really are. You need to be seeing this as almost like money. This is your personal time. This is time you can spend with like family, friends, working on your side hustle, or even just like be taking time to be with yourself and be present with those emotions. Because here's the thing, I ended up going into corporate world really dysregulated, really like lacking some emotional balance because I chose to overwork and it had a detrimental effect not only on my emotional, mental and physical health, it also isn't actually good for the company. I say this all the time, overworking is not good. It feels and and seem good, right? Because we live in a culture where it's like hustle mentality, do all the work, get all the stuff done. But you know what's better for your company and for yourself? Working smarter. And you work smart, not by doing tons of shit, not by overworking, but by providing value for your company. You can't provide value. I honestly strongly believe this. You cannot provide value when you are overworked, tired, stressed out, and can't cope with anything. You can't be thinking at that next level creatively being like, huh, there's a gap in the system here. Huh, can we do this a little bit better and faster? You can't do that when you're at that level, when you are just hustling all the time. You need to take a step back. Everything changed for me when I started to do this. I learned so quickly that you need to slow down to truly speed up. Some of you listening might be a little bit resistant to this. I was as well. I understand. It's the job. I have to do this. Can I encourage you to explore some of those thoughts that you have right now? Just to get really curious about them. As to why you have to do it. Why are you setting all these expectations on yourself? Really probe that thought. Keep asking why. Why is it a problem if things got delayed, etc.? You know, you just keep going with it. Because I guarantee you, it comes down to you. It comes down to how you will feel. The shame, the guilt, if things aren't done a certain way. The anxiety, if you delegate this to someone else and like it's not done exactly the way you're going to have it done. But what that steals away from you is like literally money, you need to see this as money, guys, because I think when you see it as money and you start to value your time just like money, oh my God, do you do so much more with it? Do I value my time on the weekends like now when I am recording this podcast for you guys and sharing this information? And for a lot of you listening, 
some of your goals is to get promoted, for example, take on those bigger projects to keep rising up and moving up and climbing up your career ladder, hustling your way, overworking your way up to the very top will completely burn you out. Does it work? Yeah, it does. I'm not going to lie to you. It does work. There are people who are out there doing it and they are dying and then they are coming to me (laughs) to help them (laughs) because they're at the top and they're absolutely dying and they're like, oh my God, I cannot take this. I cannot be doing all this. I want to like leave my career entirely. So I give you this metaphor or this story, which I honestly believe as true Because the next time this happens, the next time you are overworking a little bit, I want you to think of it as literally money. I want you to think of your time as money. And this idea, like, again, I've done this, I've said this, like, before, this whole metaphor and story. But it popped up again and I wanted to do a specific episode on it because of last week I was telling you a little bit about, oh, was it two weeks ago? One of them. Anyway. Telling you about my motivation, how I'm starting to feel a lot more motivated in my business, etc. And what I realized is how sneaky time is, how sneaky our brains are too at lying to us. I was on TikTok for 24 hours in one week. That's insane. How? I didn't believe it. I was like, no, that's bullshit. You do the math, small little increments, an hour here and there it builds up. It was like, especially in the weekends, it was a little bit more. So it adds up. And I was just like, oh my God, I am never, ever going to complain about like not having enough time to do anything. (laughs) That is complete bullshit. Look at the time I had to do that. Yes, it's a passive activity, 100%. It's completely different to like being creative and thinking of something. But the problem is we put pressure on ourselves to be creative or to do something a certain way and then that's where it's like oh we don't have time to do this uh whatever no versus just like letting ourselves give it a go and try I'm never going to complain again because I'm like oh my god it's so sneaky time because we're not seeing it it's just there and I needed this tool to measure it to even tell me that otherwise I wouldn't have known yeah, like we have like a clock and, sh- and stuff like that. But it's not cumulative. That's my whole thing about this, this story, right? It's not cumulative. It just tells you time that is passing as it goes. It's not telling you exactly what you've been working on in your day. It's not telling you what you've been thinking in your day. It's not telling you how, like how much you've like overworked or like how many birthdays you've missed potentially or like events, etc. because of like this. And it's, think about it, another way to put it is like me and my partner will get uh, like Uber Eats, you know, once, maybe twice a week. And it's so sneaky too, because it's just like, you know, maybe it's like 30 bucks, right? Pretty good meal, $15 each, whatever, maybe a little extra for delivery. So maybe like $35. You add that up to like a year during the pandemic. This was terrible. This is so embarrassing. During the pandemic, it was absolute nightmare. I just started finding coaching. I started regulating, like working with my emotions, etc. And all of a sudden I just had a craving for like food and like lots of takeaway. And it's because I replaced my numbing out activity, which was overworking with like, I'd stopped it basically. And I was like working with my emotions. So my body was like, I need something else to numb out on. It's going to be takeaway. 
We spent in a year over $5,000. And I'm not kidding, guys. We were not getting that much takeaway. Like probably maybe during worst weeks, four times, sometimes, but it was more regularly like three times. And they weren't that ridiculously expensive. 30, 40 bucks. But do you see what I mean? It adds up altogether. It's the same with when they talk about like investments and shares and stuff. And they say like invest $5, you know, every week or something like that. So many people think that, oh yeah, $5, whatever. You don't realize the cumulative effect that has over time. It's the same with this. You are losing out on millions, hundreds and millions of dollars by continuing to overwork. It's something for you to just think about next time you're doing it and next time you want to pull back. And if you're a regular listener, you know my best tip for this. You work back to 10 o'clock, try working back to 9.30, see what happens. And then just keep going backwards from there. But every time your brain really wants to resist it, I really want you to want, as I always say, be with the emotions and feelings, don't resist it. But also, really important, I want you to remind yourself and be like, how much how much, time, how much am I valuing myself here? How much time am I getting back here? What, yes, I'm missing out on like overworking or whatever, but what am I gaining from it? What am I going to be able to do, even if it's just like to take time out for myself? What do I gain back? Do I gain back my sense of self? Do I gain back my life? Yeah, you will over time. (laughs) You will gain back your life. That this is a really important story that I wanted to share. I remember doing this post recently, but also like way in the early days, I shared this and I had a lot of like, oh my God, such a good thing. Like what a what a really interesting way to just yeah think about it, and I wanted to. I was like, oh my god, I should do an episode on this because <laughs> this is really important. <laughs> this might like strick uh, struck strick struck a str- you know what I mean. It'll hit a chord for you. For some of you that are really in it and overworking, it just when you see it, like think about it in real life. You wouldn't be losing 137k a year. You'd fucking notice that if someone was stealing like money out of your bank account you'd be like what the hell are you doing it's the same here but you just don't conceptualize it that way because we don't measure we we do not measure time we measure time passing we don't actually look at what we do in a day how we're using it how we can optimize it etc we kind of just live our lives so fucking passively and i've i've be honest, I think I, in my business sometimes, have been living it out a little bit passively as well. Just being like, oh yeah, here's what we'll do. We'll do this, etc. there. That's where the whole, like, obviously my little mini TikTok addiction, addiction just came through. My God. So your homework is to write out this exact equation. How many years have you been overworking for? On average, how much? And do the math. You add, do all the math, so that's three hours, three times a week, 52 weeks in a year, how many years have been doing it for? Look at that amount and ask yourself if you're comfortable with this amount or if this is something that you want to get back, you want to gain all this money back because I guarantee you, you can gain it all back and you can get so much more and you can get that through my goddamn fucking program. My epic work and life program. It's a reason it's called epic work and life because it's for people, high achievers, just like you that really want to like keep 
going in their career. You're so fucking smart. I think part of you knows that too. You're good at your job, but you just haven't mastered it yet. Is is that's what I really say to my clients here. It's like you're really really good, but I can I can make you fucking better. You just need to master some really key skills that are going to take you to the next level. You're going to be able to go after that next promotion, that next career goal for you with so much more ease and confidence and really ride those emotional waves. That is the biggest thing out of everything. Like the main focus that I do that really sets me apart from other coaches because I do this in a way that works with your body, not against it. And I think there is a lot of coaching tips out there that really did not work for me because they were just going against completely my operating rhythm and how I work. Because I am an, really, my tendency is to be an overworker, a high achiever and do all the things. And it's when you dial that down, that's when you get your best self coming out. And I will show you exactly how to do that. So book in a call with me because I would love to show you, take you through my program in way more detail. And I want you to see how I can get you from A to B in your life. You are going to be showing up so much more confidently. And it is so amazing coming out with clients at the end of the six months and they just see that change in themselves. They're like, oh my God, I can manage these crazy emotional things that are happening at work. I can manage these stakeholders. I can manage the hecticness of my corporate job, like with so much more ease and like calm. It's like, yeah, you work with your body, not against it. I show you how to master that. So book in a call. I'd love to meet you. And I will see you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge. How to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.